Hey everybody, this is Caroline Arapoglu, Winnie Klein, and you're listening to the Upside Down Podcast. And showtime. I'm here with Caroline Arapoglu. She plays Winnie Klein on Stranger Things Season 3. Caroline is a local actress here around Atlanta, so I've actually seen you in a ton of productions. Um, You were in Atlanta. You had one of my favorite scenes where you were the waitress. Oh, that was so fun. It was so good. That was my first TV job I ever did. Oh, really? Yeah, I just got lucky that it was so fun. I know that you were a theater actress in Atlanta for a long time, Mm -hmm. and did you get into film and television because of the recent boom in Atlanta with film and television? How did that work out for you? Yeah, it was kind of lucky for me. So I have been in Atlanta since before high school. It was just a family move down here for my dad's job. And then I was graduating college right around the time that the industry was really exploding. I mean, it had been, you know, going for a while, but right when I was graduating, I signed with my agency and it was just kind of a lucky timing thing. I had been doing professional theater throughout most of college and I still do it, but yeah, I signed with my agency kind of at a great time and the rest is history. Yeah. yeah, I would say over the past two years, your career has really been booming. I mean, I saw you in Atlanta, and I was like, oh, that's Nick's wife. I know <laughs> I know Nick, guys. Um, and, and I saw you in Lore, which I was watching because I heard right. that Bethany, who you guys will know, we interviewed our first season on the podcast. She played Hopper's love interest, best friend. We couldn't really make a decision. So that's why I was watching it, and I saw yeah. you on that. And then I watched The Resident because our best friend Kat is on it, and I noticed you as well playing Noni, guys. Holla. Yes. <laughs> Noni Turner. <laughs> so I guess the first thing, let's get into is how did you get cast on Stranger Things? So I actually had auditioned for the show a couple of times already when I got the audition for season three and it was really just like any other audition. I mean you get the email from your agent that says this casting director wants to see you for this role and yeah so I got the audition for the third season and put it on tape and crossed my fingers. So here's the thing Mm -hmm. when Tori and I were watching the trailers they were doing the drops because for Stranger Things fans we know there's a (laughs) A lot of dry periods where there's nothing. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, boom, boom, boom. And so we're calling it the Hawkins Community Pool Moms trailer. That's what we call it. (laughs) And it came out, and I freaked out. I was screaming the whole time. (laughs) And Tori was like, Ashley, calm down. It's exciting that we're getting a trailer. But like, and I was like, you don't understand. I know Kara. Because I saw Kara in it. And then it panned over, and I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) I was like, it's Carolyn. So I was so super excited about that. Now, when you were filming that, I bet there's no way to have known that your scene was going to be picked as a major rollout. So you don't want to get too excited. However, (laughs) when we were filming it, so the thing happens, and if you go back and watch the Summer and Hawkins trailer, you'll see it. A little butterfly goes right in front of Carabuono, and it's just like cinematic magic. And it happened on this really great take right at the end, and the timing was perfect. And it was either Ross or Matt came over, and they were like, I think that's a trailer shot. And, like, you don't want to get too excited. But then I actually did go in and do ADR for that scene where I say, and showtime, because they had added the music in. And so we just went in and cleaned up the the showtime mm-hmm. line with the compact. So at that point, I was starting to get excited. I was like, is this going to be a trailer? But again, you're trying to, like, you know, temper your expectations. Yeah, and then when I saw it, I was thrilled. That's a really interesting thing to know about because when Tori and I watched the trailer, there was nothing out. So we were like, Mm -hmm. well, let's dissect the trailers. Mm -hmm. And we noticed the butterfly flying past Mrs. Wheeler. Initially, we were like, is it a bird? Is it a butterfly? But then we came to the conclusion that it was some kind of something from the upside down. (laughs) 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 They, They were giving us some kind of, like, clue. And so 
I think you posted it on your Instagram feed the other day. You were yeah. like, it's so serendipitous. This butterfly flew by. And I was like, oh, we've got yeah. confirmation. We were totally wrong. It actually is just a butterfly. It was one of those things. It really was this moment that like all of us kind of as soon as they called cut, we're like, oh, did you see that? Because it, re- it was really a special moment. So... Now, that trailer in itself was really epic. It was hilarious. I mean, just the moving in stereo and Dacre coming out a la, you know, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. For you, what was it like when that trailer hit immediately? Everyone loves Mrs. Wheeler. I mean, Mm -hmm. she's the best. But I feel like that was really a breakout. I won't say a breakout role for you because you've been doing this for a while. Mm -hmm. But the fans went crazy for you. Were you expecting that? No. I mean... First of all, I wasn't expecting, even if that scene was going to be in the trailer, I wasn't expecting to get to be such a central part of it. So that was really exciting. And then also just as a fan of the show, to hear the music of the trailer and then see, you know, myself on there. And then the other thing too is selfishly, we're not allowed to tell anybody we're on the show, Mm -hmm. right? Which when you're an actor, you're always trying to get more jobs. So you want to be able to go to these new jobs you're auditioning for and say, hey, just so you know, I'm on Stranger Things. And so you really want to put me in this show too. But you can't do that because, you know, you've signed an NDA and there's all of these reasons why you can't talk about it. So that trailer came out in May. And so then I had two whole months because then it was like, well, people know I'm on it. You know, I can actually use this clip of this trailer Mm -hmm. on my reel. So it was a really it was a really lucky thing that that trailer came out the way it did. Now, I know that you're friends with Kara, who, if you guys don't know, we have shouted her out many times on Instagram. She's one of the other moms. She's the kind of luxurious one with the black hair and the dark ruby lipstick. She's amazing as a human and as an actress. She is. Did you know that she was going to be with you? That must have been fun having a friend on set with you. Yeah, so I think that we realized we were going to be on set together a couple of days before because we got the call sheet or something that had both of our names on it. And so then at that point, we reached out to one another, and that was really exciting. And it's also, too, you know, a lot of times when you're going on to set of a show that's been going on for a while, everybody already knows each other. So it was nice to go to set and really have, like, a friend there. You know what I mean? And have someone to hang out with, and it ended up being really, really fun. When I was an extra, yeah, guys, I was an extra. I'm just kidding. We've talked about it all the time. <laughs> I was in the When I was in the shuttle and I was being transferred over, one of the PAs was telling some of the other extras, oh, we have to go to Hawk community pool and reshoot again because the the storm was so bad the yeah. other day that was something people were curious about you know did you have to shoot that scene several times how long we were on set that kind of thing yeah so we were at the pool for the first two episodes so we shot for two days and then the end of our second day we were supposed to finish all of our pool scenes and that's when the storm happened and it was a thunder and lightning storm I believe and so you can't even really leave the set everything closes because there's wire and especially there was water because of the pool so we kind of were in like a little mini lockdown and so it was the Duffers me Cara Bono Cara Mantella Lauren Goines Dacre and some of the crew all stuffed into that locker room with the pool which if you remember from the season three it's where Dacre filmed some of his really dark scenes mm-hmm. as Billy so we're all just like huddled in this locker room waiting for the storm to pass and that was really fun because we all got to kind of chat and talk to Ross and Matt and just really get to know each other and then so we filmed that in May we didn't pick back up and finish those scenes until October I think so we had a long break in between which is just a testament to hair and makeup that they're able to match everything so well but yeah we shot that scene spread out over the whole shooting period So you were just saying that you were all holed up in the Hawkins Community Pool locker Mm -hmm. room. I know that Sean Levy was just recently talking about how uh, Eleven or Millie, when she was filming her scene with Finn, she grabs his arm and how that space was incredibly tight. Really tight. That's what I was wondering. How small was this I mean, it's really like a small locker room at a community pool. So it's not, I mean, I know the listeners can't see the room we're sitting in right now, but not much bigger than the room we're in right now. 
but it was really fun. I mean, everyone was so, so lovely, Kara and the Duffers, and it was just great. We had a great time. I have to tell you, we have been fortunate to meet a many Stranger Things cast members, but we have never met Kara, Mrs. Wheeler, and it is my dream to be in a Tupperware party with Mrs. Wheeler <laughs> on a season. Like, I was a mom. I'm in the, I'm in the universe. Right. I'll just be hanging out with Winnie. Just keep speaking it into existence, and then we'll all be there. <laughs> we'll all just keep dreaming up all the scenes we want And then to I'll get there, and I'll be like, but don't put the camera on me, because I cannot act. <laughs> I just want to be there. Sold Tupperware. She, Kara Buono is a gem of an actress and woman in person. She's so lovely. She was one of my favorite, one of my favorite things about working on the show is getting to spend some time with her. I know how they shoot scenes, you know, they cut them up, but were you able to be on set the day that she did that flirt scene with Billy? Did you have to be in the background or was that just, they had to be close up so you weren't there? I think so. I want to say originally it was scripted that we were in the background. And then I think when the weather happened some of the scheduling got changed around and they ended up changing the way they covered the scene so i believe we were on set that day but we weren't at we weren't sitting around we were in our trailers okay yeah i heard a story which i think i heard from you but i don't know that the fans (laughs) know it so you were originally cast i believe as mom one and you were saying that well you tell the story how did you become mrs klein how did you go from mom one to winnie klein right okay so i booked the show my contract for the was for the first two episodes and there was mom number one and I, those were the, I had auditioned with the scenes from the pool. So that was all, you know, that's what I thought I was doing. I was thrilled. And I was sitting on my pool chair. And Ross and Matt came over. And they were like, do you know who you're playing? And I was like, yeah, mom number one. Hello. Am I not doing a good job? Like, <laughs> Guys, I'm killing it. Like, hello. And they were like, no, you're playing the mayor's wife. You're playing Winnie Klein. And, you know, you're in episode four and three. And I was just like take a deep breath don't freak out it was such a cool moment they were so lovely and so nice and yeah just talked a lot about how they hadn't envisioned mom number one playing Winnie Klein you know originally but then it just kind of made sense to them and so I got to work with Carrie and it ended up being a whole thing it was really fun yeah, you're totally sprinkled throughout the season. And I think, you know, we've watched the show many times. And on the mm-hmm. first watch, I noticed you definitely with the pool. I didn't even notice that you were his wife until the second watch. Right. And when I noticed, I was outraged because there's the scene where Hopper is talking to him about how he had an affair with his secretary. And I was like, how dare he? <laughs> there is no way that he would cheat on Winnie Klein. I'm sorry. So, you know, when we filmed the show, we only... For security reasons, we only get our scenes. So Mm -hmm. when I'm watching the season, I'm watching it like all the other fans of the show, like what's going to happen. And so when I saw that scene where Hopper's like saying that he's been, you know, stepping out with me on a secretary, I was like, what? (laughs) I was like, Carrie, what is going on? You're like, that's cool because I'm all about Billy. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Right. That's so funny. What was it like working with Carrie? Tori and I met him at a con once and he was a delight. Right. I mean, that's the best way to describe it. He's just a delight. He's so much fun. He has so many great stories. He's been a part of, like, obviously everyone knows he was in Princess Bride um, and Robin Hood Men in Tights, which is like one of my husband's (laughs) favorite movies. But then like you really look at all the stuff he's been in. He was in Twister, which is one of my favorite movies. So I got to ask him some questions about Twister. He's just a lovely, lovely, lovely human being. He's so kind, really fun to be around. We had a great time. I think one of the things our fans are most curious about is, you know, what is it like for you when you meet the people on Stranger Things? And as an actress, it's probably not as, oh my gosh, it's those people because you work with those people on a daily basis and you're all just doing your craft. Mm -hmm. But was there anybody that you kind of freaked out a little bit about when you were on set with them? 
what was really like what I freaked out most was just being in that world and you know I am a huge fan of Stranger Things I was before I was on the show so just kind of seeing all of the 80s cars and you know at the pool they had like 200 extras and perms and full 80s regalia so that part was really thrilling and then just seeing Ross and Matt and being like oh my gosh I'm a part of this Um, as far as the actors themselves they're all so amazing and I'm sure maybe some of your other guests have said this but when you are having to share a scene with someone you have to kind of separate that part of yourself so like obviously I'm huge fans of everyone on the show I'm a huge Cara Buono fan Carrie Elwes all of them I think they're all amazing but when you get onto set you kind of have to put that aside and just be co-workers if that makes sense so you can do your job but yeah I mean I'm I'm huge fans of all of them but I I think everyone just when you're there you're just trying to get the job done so you try and just you know did you have a favorite set that you worked on? Because you were in the mall. Yeah. Guys, she was the butt that Steve, okay. <laughs> Steve was looking at. You want to know what? So I am so glad I got to film that episode. And I knew going into it, I didn't have any lines in it. They were like, we're going to put you in the exercise class because you're going to be in exercise clothes in episode four. So it's, it was just really good storytelling to have me there. So I, I didn't think I was going to be speaking. But then what happened was I was credited. So I've had so many people be like, wait, who? Who were you in? Who were you in episode three? And I'm like, oh, I was in the exercise class. And they're like, you were? I don't. We didn't see your face. I'm like, no, you didn't see my face. And they're like, oh, which one were you? And I'm like, the blue and black polka dots. That, <laughs> that is amazing. Was, which that also too. That little snippet was in a really early teaser trailer of just like us in that class. And I remember being like. I'm in this trailer too, even though no one will ever know it's me. Like, that's me. I think that that's how I found you on Instagram because I follow a lot of, you know, we have a lot of the same friends mutually and there was a tag of you and your butt. And I was like, oh, she must be in Stranger yeah. Things. I'm going to follow her just on the off chance that she is. And, and like, plus, at the very least, her butt's in it. <laughs> like, that's all you need. That's all you need. But the cool thing about that episode, even though, you know, you don't see that much of me, is I did get to see that mall, which was just, I mean, a, it was just like a love letter to the 80s. And you could really just feel the blood, sweat, and tears and attention to detail in every, you were you went to the mall. Yeah, yeah you filmed in the mall. Mm-hmm. Every single nook and cranny was just perfect. I mean, so that was really thrilling to just get to be a part of that and be like, I'm on this show that cares so much about storytelling and it's so larger than life that they even have a set like this. So to get to be in the presence of the Starcourt Mall was really cool. Yeah, it was magical. I mean, when I walked through it, I think I was so nervous from being on set, but <laughs> we were given a tour and it's it's just unbelievable. It's yeah. hard to explain to people how magical it is, but they really, yeah. those set people, Oh man, they I kill mean, it. And then the uh, the Klein house, the mayor's house, that was a really, really fun set to get, get to walk around. And it was really full 80s, top to bottom. I think it was authentic 80s that they just kind of found this gem of a perfect perfect tacky 80s house for us you have a lot of wardrobe in this a lot of jazzercise outfits a lot of jazzercise since you were a recurring character did you have any input into your style or so you do I mean first of all the costume designer Amy is she's just the best I mean she's the best of the best and so she's very good at listening to what you're comfortable in and like I think too they take pictures of your looks to send off to the directors and producers and then they get say but 
even Amy, I think, can tell in photos and the ways that we're standing and how confident we feel and how comfortable we feel. Mm -hmm. So she really, I think, pushes the photos that she knows we kind of hope this one gets chosen. <laughs> um, so you do have some say. And then obviously, if there's ever anything that you're just like, I don't like this, they would not make you wear it. But I didn't have that situation because everything they pulled, it was just, it was like playing dress up with the most amazing, authentic 80s clothes ever. To go back to the pool, I'm curious, you know, you're famous now, I think, synonymous forever in the Stranger Things world for saying, and Showtime. Right. We did an episode where I kept saying, it's Showtime, it's Showtime, and people were outraged. They were not standing for it. And so, Showtime, Ash. I know. Come on. I know. I've never been so humiliated. <laughs> but were there any other lines? Were there, I'm curious if any of the other ladies had dialogue or if the scene right. was shot in any other ways, or was it always just going to be, you were there, you said it, and then Billy came out? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely the way we shot it. What was really fun is the compact clothes, obviously that's not scripted, right? But they supply you with all of these awesome props that you can pick which ones you think your character would be using, which ones do you want to play with, which ones help you feel grounded as mom number one or Winnie Klein or whatever it may be. And I just loved this 80s CoverGirl compact because it just was so... It just felt so sassy and like, you know, she's checking herself out. And so the Showtime compact shut kind of, that's kind of what it was. I think once we did that once, I think we all kind of realized that was kind of where we were going to end the scene with Billy's entrance. Did you all get a chance to see Dacre shoot his scene where he comes out in slow motion? I'm sure it's just him walking across the pool and then they slow it down. But... No, yeah, we were there for that. Yeah, we're all sitting there. They really shot that as, you know, we're watching Heather, the you know, Heather the lifeguard come down and exit and then we have our dialogue and then he enters. And obviously you have to break it up at a certain point and film specific coverage, but we did shoot that as one long scene at least a few times. So we did get to, we did get to watch that. And funny story. So in your, you know, when you're auditioning for a show like Stranger Things, they don't send you the actual script, obviously. So my audition was a version of the pool scene, very similar to what it ended up being, but not the same. But all of the names are changed, right? So the scene doesn't say Billy because they don't want to give out any mm. plot information. So in my audition, it was Afternoon Roger. <laughs> <laughs> and I always think about that one because I still have it in my head when I watch Afternoon Billy. I'm like, I remember when it was Roger. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So let's get into some fan questions. Yay. Scoops Ahoy wants to know, how was it crushing on a guy half your age? <laughs> Okay, first of all, scoops ahoy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Dacre and I are actually not that far in age. How old is he? He's 25? I think he's 24, 25. Okay, so yeah, so we're only like a few years apart, guys. So I don't know, you know, Winnie Klein is, is very young. You yeah, know. Mayor Klein's not going to marry an age-appropriate no, lady. Come of on. Not. So, Get it together. So scoops ahoy. <laughs> There's your answer. <laughs> uh, let's see. Horror Culture wants to know, how long did you film your scenes? Mm -hmm. So I guess how long were you on set? Mm -hmm. And they're very curious about what was the temperature like at that pool? Yeah, that's a really good question. So um, like I said earlier, we filmed that pool scene. We had to break it up because of some weather issues. So we shot some of it in May and then some of it in October. And if you're familiar with Atlanta weather, that could really go either way way may was a lot more pleasant than october i remember early october we were all uh, roasting a little bit so it was a little bit hot that second time but again nothing crazy but you know i think for the pool the pool scenes i think were our longest days and we ended up filming maybe three full days i think to get all all of the pool shots in so not crazy hours what about for the mall how long were you on set for the mall the mall i worked one full long day at the mall mm -hmm. yep so that was that was a really fun one. The way they shot it, we got to see Joe Keery and Gaten do their little thing where they're they're creeping with their binoculars. So they also filmed that kind <laughs> and of. And you're like, what piece. are they looking at? I know, right? 
<laughs> I know. I'm like trying to like glean plot points from everybody. I guessed it. When we saw pictures of them, they had put those pictures out in Entertainment Weekly. And mm-hmm. I was like, I bet they're spying on something. And I was like, what if they're looking at like the Jazzercise ladies? <laughs> and everybody was like, there's no way. He's such a stand-up guy. And I was like, I don't know when it happened. Yeah. I was like, oh, boom. I nailed it, guys. Yep. Yeah, you did. Guys, don't question me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Jack Onapa says he has three questions. Okay. What kind of directions did the Duffers give you at the pool? Okay. And I guess at the Jazzercise. Yeah, so the Duffers are, I mean, I probably every person who's come on the show has just sung their praises. They are so lovely. They have this perfect balance of getting in there and making sure you feel directed and supported and you know kind of the goals of the scene and what they're looking for. But especially when you're first starting, they kind of just sit back and see what happens, like watch what happens. At least that's how they did the pool. Mm. And they kind of watched it and then they came in and shaped it and gave us these really great ideas. So the direction they gave us, I think, was just like, have fun, you know, we're these ladies at the pool and we have all of these amazing 80s props and we look just ridiculous, but in the best way possible. And just, you know, we're, our kids are playing somewhere in the pool and we don't have to worry about them and we can just check out this, this hot young lifeguard. And they were, they were wonderful, wonderful directors. Did you get a chance to work with Sean? Yes. So Sean actually directed episodes three and four. So I worked with him um, in those and he is like the nicest ball of energy he's just like walking wonderful energy he's just so excited that's one thing I was saying to people because this was the first show I had ever been on that I was already a huge fan of and I remember going into it thinking like I'm so excited I'm going to be on this show that means so much to me and so many people and then to kind of get there and then be around the people who have been working on it from the beginning put in all of these hours and time and effort and see that they're just as excited to be here on the you know, middle of their third season as I am on my first day. And they care just as much about every little detail as they did, if not more, than when they first started. And so you just really feel honestly honored and excited to get to be around, to get to work with them because they're so happy to be there and so are you. How does it work since you're a primary character when you're on set, you know, on the mall set and there's like 300 extras? How do they sort everyone? How do they handle everybody? Yeah, so you just are in like a separate holding area, right? So you're not really that separate because you're all working on the same scene and you're all working towards the same goal. It just might be that the cast chairs are in one room and the extra chairs are in the other room. So, and he had another question. Did Dacre or anyone do any improvised takes? Oh, I'm trying to think. You know, it was so long ago. I think that we all found, like, little flourishes. And I'm sure I know Dacre found a ton throughout the whole season because he's just so wonderful. I can't remember any specific differences, but I do know that we did have freedom to play. You know what I mean? Ross and Matt and Sean give you freedom to kind of play and explore and find out what what's working. Hannah wants to know how many times did you have to touch up your makeup between takes? So when you were at that pool, it was probably pretty hot and sweaty. How do they keep you fresh? Yeah, so actually it really just depends on what the shot is. So sometimes we might be shooting and let's say the coverage, the camera is focused on Cara Buono, right? And I'm not really in the shot, but I'm still there as part of the scene to support her and, you know, so that the continuity and everything all lines up. So when you're not on the camera and when you're not in the frame the touch-ups aren't as frequent because it doesn't really matter 
but when it's your coverage and when you when they're flipping the camera around and it's going to be on you the touch-ups are almost in between every single take and the hair and makeup department on this show does an impeccable job of matching i mean like i was saying at the pool we shot some of those scenes in may and some of them in october so they're literally going off of photos that they have of us and then they're going back to match them months later and i was watching that scene with an eagle eye because i remember you know the distance between when we shot them and you can't see any change it's really really remarkable they do an incredible job Millie Eleven wants to know, how many times did you have to flip that mirror? <laughs> I can't remember, but I would have flipped it a hundred more times because I was having so much fun. I don't remember how many times we we did that scene. At least 10 to 15, but, but yeah, I don't remember an exact number, but it was a lot, but I would have done it more to get the shot because we were having so much fun. <laughs> Do you have any stories from set that are fun that you'd like to share? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a actually a good one that I haven't told anybody. So I was traveling... The week before I was going to be on set for Stranger Things. So I landed in Atlanta at like 10 p.m. the night before I was going to be on set at like 6 a.m. And so I, at the time, I didn't have 80s appropriate fingernails and toenails. And so I'm at the airport the night before I'm going to be filming and I have like bright yellow glittery nails, right? So totally not appropriate. And I'm thinking to myself, we're not going to have time to redo these, you know, hair and makeup's not going to have time to worry about my nails. So I need to have 80s appropriate nails. So long story short, or long story long, maybe I am in the airport and I'm one of those people in the airport getting a mani-pedi. So I'm sitting in the airport. I, I was sitting there in the airport getting a manicure and pedicure because I had no nail polish with me. But as I'm doing this, I look up, um, I'm like, I got to find an 80s nail color. So I Google 80s nail color. And the first thing that comes up is this ad. And it was this awesome ad of this hand with like bright, deep red nails. So cut to the next morning, we're on set. Like I said, they give you all of these awesome, authentic 80s props to play with. One of mine was an 80s, I believe it was a Cosmopolitan magazine from the summer of 85. I mean, that's how specific they are. And I flip it open and I am not lying. The first thing I saw was the ad that I had Googled in the airport. It was like a, the same exact 80s ad that I had found on Google and it was the first thing I opened and I got goosebumps and I was like, oh, this is so crazy. So that was a really, that was a really crazy story. It was fate. It was. I kind of felt like, oh, this is like one of those moments where like, I think I'm in the right place right now because this is really, really cool. But yeah. So a question we get a lot is people want to know what do they do to become an actor or an actress? Mm -hmm. You know, becoming an extra is one thing, but if what would, what kind of encouragement would you give to someone? Yeah, I mean, I think the number one thing I would say is really, for lack of a, a term that isn't so cliched, really learn the craft. If you can get into class, if you don't live somewhere where they have acting classes or if that's not, you know, a possibility for you, even just like my husband and I will watch a TV show and we'll pause it and rewind it and we'll be like, oh my gosh, look how that person just did that. And, you know, when we watch TV, it's kind of like taking class because you're watching working actors at the top of their game and you're seeing the choices that they're making and how and how they're working so just really um, pay as much attention as you can to the craft itself do theater I think theater is a really really important foundation for acting um, whether you're going to do on camera or commercials or whatever it may be tv film I think theater at least for me is kind of the foundation so if you could get in a play a school play and then as far as once you get to the point where you're looking for an agency just 
you know, there's all kinds of resources. You can find reputable agencies in your city and just get to it. Totally. I think that's great advice. You know, a lot of the people that we've interviewed have talked about being in theater. Randy mm-hmm. was in theater. And we haven't talked to him yet, but we know, guys. Bethany's in theater. Um, oh, I love Bethany. You know, Gaten and Caleb and Sadie. So that's, you know, theater, guys. That's where it's at. Right. So let's get to know Carolyn just a little bit. So what kind of things are you interested in right now? Like music or books? Yeah. Um. So right now, what I just said, I I feel like I'm watching a lot of TV right now because like I don't even have to feel guilty about watching a lot of TV because I kind of feel like I'm studying and learning, um, if that makes sense. So I'm watching a lot of TV. I'm really into Barry. If anyone out there has been watching Barry. It's so good. It's so good. So I'm not totally caught up. So no spoilers. Um, I was just going to say that ending in season two. (laughs) And I'm actually uh, I'm working on another show for Netflix right now. So that's been taking up a lot of my time really diving into those scripts. And yeah, that's been really exciting. Is there anything happening right now that you want people to be on the lookout for? Definitely on the lookout for a new show I'm working on now called Outer Banks on Netflix, which I know I'm allowed to talk about because there was an article about it. Um, So I'm working on that and uh, it comes out sometime in 2020. It's going to be great, I think. And weren't you just in a commercial with the lad Timothy? Oh, no, I was. Yes. Okay. Yeah, no, I did. So that was okay. I filmed the movie um, Hot Summer Nights with Timothy Chalamet. I hope I'm not butchering his name. That's why I didn't even try. Yeah, okay. Um, I was in a movie with Timothy. Uh, but that was, I filmed that I think in 2015, but it didn't come out until fairly recently. But yeah, that's a fun one. And then also I have another movie coming out with Tiffany Haddish called Like a Boss. Oh, cool. Yeah, which is going to be a really, a really funny one. It comes out in January. So that should be, yeah, that should be a good one too. That's so exciting. And if people want to follow you on social media, how yes. can they do that? It's just at my name. So Instagram, at Caroline Arapoglu, and Twitter, at Caroline Arapoglu. You might want to spell out that last name. That is A-R-A-P-O-G-L-O-U. Cool. Well, I think that as a mom, Mrs. Wheeler is definitely going to be stepping it up. She's going to be hanging out with all her mom friends. So I hope that you're in season four. (laughs) And I keep speaking it into existence. (laughs) And when you're at that Tupperware party... (laughs) I'm going to be like, where is Ash? (laughs) Well, thank you for coming and talking with us today. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. You're the best. And like I said, when we saw you, I hadn't even met you, but I knew your husband and I was, uh, it was the biggest freak out that I've ever had. Yeah. I was so happy for you. I was like, I'm so happy that my friends are making it where I want to be. Well, I have to tell you, we were talking about how we have so many mutual friends, Bethany and Kara, and they have, uh, Bethany's been on the podcast Mm -hmm. and several of my other friends who've also been on Stranger Things. And when I booked the show and was working on it, I was actually thinking like, I might get to be on Upside Down podcast. Like, this is so That's cool. right, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> also, I have to give you a big shout out and a thank you because, and I should ask you about this really quickly. You were at the premiere, which oh, I yeah. want to ask you about really quickly, mm-hmm. what that experience was like. But I shot her a message that day and I said, hey, it wouldn't kill me if you gave us a little message and a shout out from the uh, fun fair. And you totally did. Within like two hours, you Aww. had sent it to me. So I was just like, what a gem of a person. Oh, like, so I can't sweet. even believe she did it. Well, what was that like being on the red carpet? Oh my gosh, just a total thrill. I mean, we had such a great time. I got to be there with my husband and a lot of my uh, my manager and my team. And so it was just really fun to all be there together and just honestly celebrate getting to be a part of it. You know, one of the reporters asked me on the red carpet, what's the coolest thing about being on this show? And I was saying like, it's such an iconic show and I think it's going to be iconic forever. So no matter what I do, I can always say like, I was on Stranger Things. Well, congratulations. You were wonderful. Winnie forever. Winnie forever. Larry Klein. Larry Klein, you listen to me. Who is this Candace? Who is she? Who cares? We're going to find out. Look, (laughs) Mrs. Wheeler turned Billy away. He's looking. (laughs) No, Billy's not looking, guys. Spoiler. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, man. 
That's oh. funny. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for listening, everybody. Stay strange. Thanks for listening to the Upside Down Podcast hosted by Sisters Ash and Tori. For more information, visit our website at theupsidedownpod.com. You can also contact us at theupsidedownpod at gmail.com as well as follow us on our Facebook and Instagram under the Upside Down Podcast. Episodes are released every other Monday, so be sure to subscribe. If you love the podcast, be sure to review us on whatever you listen to us on. Thanks again. Stay strange. <laughs>